Hello, 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 hello. We're good. All right, good. cool. Perfect. Perfect. We haven't used that one forever. I didn't know if it was still exactly. uh, Right, cool. You guys are good to go. And then, yeah, you just make sure you kind of just right in there. Yep, right in there is perfect. Gotcha. Spot. So, in looking at the script, when you guys say, you know, getting more and more concessions, I've been telling mm. people to leave those out and try to get price down since we're, we're thinking that the rates are dropping. Does yeah. that hurt your business? That doesn't hurt anything towards you, right? No. No, just, no. Yeah, I, you can, I would go either way with it if you want to. Just mention that is another strategy, trying to get <coughs> the price. Yeah, because if rates are coming down, you're just... Of course, it's speculation. But if rates are coming down, you get it off the price. That's money that you retain. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, Prof's been awesome to work with, though, man. From my end. Yeah, she's a nice lady. She is. They killed <clears throat> us on the inspection, though. And I, yeah. I can't believe you fucking dropped your shorts on that thing. I can't believe he did either, but he wanted to sell it. Yeah. You know. That's that's what mm. you get. It's mm. it's not a great comp, but so Derek, we have your land one here. If you want to talk about that one, okay. Um, and then you have that other one that's coming up. If you want to talk about that, yeah. Um, you don't have to, but if you want to, uh, we do land, Kleiner. Yeah. Is it is this? You have land coming up. It looks like 10 acres. It's 5.2 acres, and it's 3.2 mil right on Happy Canyon outside okay. the gates of hell, Okay. which is the village, how I refer to it. Um, so we don't have covenants. Oh, so I don't have the right one here. This is Commerce City. Oh, no. Well, we'll let you talk about that one. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's This is one that's one. active. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that one. Okay. Um, but we do land. We through Security Service Federal Credit Union. It's 15-year only, 20% yeah. down. Rates are in the nines, uh, but we can get it done if you get calls on it. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. I've had it for three years, and he keeps every year he raises it, 250000 Five acres. But 4.1 just sold for um, 2.4. Wow. The village. It's right on, right on par. It's far, it's unbelievable land. Cool. We ready? I think so. Do you, do you have any open houses or listings for me? <clears throat> uh, sure. You want to do Lori Anders here? Sure. All right. 
Dave, do you want to do the opening? Um, I don't really care. You can. Do it doesn't it. matter to me. I just forgot to put your name in there. If you notice, that. why don't you do it? Okay. And then I'll just do the disclaimer. Okay. And then I'll do everything else that says Dave. Cool. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> cool. Uh, nothing else says Dave. I didn't change that. But cool. You Perfect. and I know. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready there, Kleiner. Okay. Home market trends. Good? Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Three, two, one. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards alongside David Hosterman with Citywide Home Loans. And in the studio this morning, we have our MVP guest host, Derek Kleiner with Realty One Group Platinum Elite. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights, and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Derek, welcome back on the show. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. It's always nice to be here. Dave, how are you doing today? Doing good, John. No complaints. Derek, uh, you, you dragged me into the studio today. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I normally don't make the, the recordings that often, but today was a special occasion with Derek Kleiner uh, from Realty One Group Platinum Elite. He is by far a my opinion, one of the best in the business and uh, a dear friend of mine and really love working together with him and, and a lot of his agents over at Realty One Group Platinum Elite. Um, for our listeners out there, stay tuned for our triple play of Denver's hottest listings. And, uh, and also just got to throw out our quick disclaimer uh, that Citywide Home Loans and Realty One Group Platinum Elite are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Derek, again, like John said, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Good yeah. morning. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do us a favor. I know you've been on the show a few times. Um, you got a great name in the industry, man. Thank um, you. And, and your, your brokerage does too Thank over you. there at Realty One Group, Platinum Elite. Uh, do us a favor, though. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and I'd love to hear more about the new venture with your new brokerage. Uh, that's exciting. I appreciate it. I've been in the business now 33 years. I started over uh, with Remax. was with them for 24 years and then an opportunity came across to start Realty One Group here in Colorado with a couple of guys. It's been growing and growing um, because of the, you know, the attractive platform for, for agents to join us. And we'll maybe touch on that a little bit later, yeah. but the last 11 years with Realty One Group here in the Denver metropolitan area, so offices from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins now, uh, Durango and um, you know it's a good company it's a great great platform for people but the last 11 years more recently I have moved over to the Denver Tech Center here where we are today um, and to open Platinum Elite and we've got a good base of agents there great location so if you're ever interested in making a move give us a holler 
And may- maybe your kiddos will come join you one of these days. <laughs> I don't know. The ups and downs of the real estate market, I wouldn't mind something a little bit more steady for them, but maybe. We'll that, that's, what I, that's what I tell my children all the time. I'm like, I want to I wish this career upon my worst enemy. <laughs> 33 years has gone by fast, as anything does. It's been good to me. Um, and it's really nice at this point of the game to – to really know what you're you're talking about, know what you're doing, the experience pays off, and it's it, it's good. We just need this market to turn just a little bit more. Nice, nice. Thanks again for being on, John. Do us a favor and tell our listeners what's on tap for today's show. Yeah, so today, uh, Derek's going to talk with us about negotiations. Thirty-three years in the business since 1991, uh, Derek has negotiated a few contracts along the way. So uh, today, we're going to talk about some strategies for contracts, both on the seller and the buyer side. Um, before we kind of dive too deep in here, uh, tell us a little bit about Derek. We were talking earlier today before we started the show about what we're seeing in the market. Tell our listeners, you're, you're our boots on the ground. What are you seeing out there right now? You know, it's, it's amazing. Just the last two or three weeks, um, things were stagnant, I think late fall through December, January, but just, just towards the end of January now in February, I'm seeing a lot of things go pending, go under contract, um, anywhere from the high end, four or five million, um, or even higher than that, down into the the mid range homes. Um, the medium sold price is now eight hundred and ninety thousand, and those are moving Jeez. depending on what where you are. Um, uh, and that's in a, a Castle Rock stat eight ninety. Um, but depending on where you are, things are really moving. The spring market is upon us. No, I think you're you're definitely seeing the spring market upon us. I think. Um, you know, one thing I've been noticing is that February is panning out to be a pretty good month for us over at Citywide Home Loans, and we're starting to see a lot of activity. Um, I'm hearing a lot of agents, and to tell us the truth. Tell us, you know, be transparent with us on this. <laughs> you know, I'm hearing a lot of agents, well, you know what, thanks for calling me. I appreciate, you know, letting me know that your client is pre-approved and that they're in great hands, but I will be presenting all of our offers to my seller, you know, Monday morning, are we still seeing, you know, multiple offers or are these agents just, you know, blowing smoke? In different, uh, in different, it's good terminology because there's a lot of that in the industry, but a lot of the uh, markets throughout Denver are seeing multiple offers. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if you go into Denver and you look in the multifamily category, um, the really affordable stuff, you're still seeing multiple offers and even the mid range or to, even in Lowry, Stapleton, uh, above a million multiple offers. So the Denver market, I think, is hotter down than down south, where I really hang my hat. Um, not m- there are some houses that are attracting multiple offers there if they're priced right and in great r- great condition on great lots. So it's it's hit or miss. But yes, there's still a lot to answer your question of the uh, the multiple offer type things. And then there's al- also houses that are sitting on the market. In, you know, when I'm hearing about these multiple offers from these listing agents when I'm calling to sell our clients, you know, I, I tell the, I tell that listing agent, you know what, that's great, awesome. Uh, you know, I may call them on a Saturday, and they say they're going to review offers on a Monday. And I say, that's great. That's awesome. Well, that gives my client a lot more time to go look at other properties tomorrow. Right. And, and see if see if this is truly the one that they want to make an offer on if you can't give us our, you know, offer right. acceptance deadline. Well, I can't imagine that the agents out there are – 
telling fibs about that because it is an ethics violation oh, if you do say you have multiple offers when you don't. Oh, that's so, good to know. so if they are blowing smoke, as you say, that's an ethics violation in the real estate community and um, and, and and tactics to bid up the offer price. But um, they better watch out because um, the, the commission will crack down on them. Well, anybody I, calls their bluff. I guess that's good to know because <laughs> that, that, that comes with that those years of experience that you have. So Absolutely. Know, knowing the ins and outs with that. But just last week, I, I tried to submit an offer on something down in the Lowry area, and there were six offers. So, wow. Yeah, it's still, it's still going. Uh, there's a shortage of homes still on the market. That's what's causing these things as they come up to sell quickly. Um, and the ones that are sitting are just overpriced or not in the condition to bear an offer. Interesting. So you guys have both been in the industry for quite some time, Dave, just about 20 years, and Derek, 33. Interest rates are certainly higher than where we saw them a few years ago. We've been kind of hanging out in that 6% range for quite a while. Uh, We're coming up on the spring season. (laughs) There's a lot of talk out there of interest rates coming down. You know, who knows? We don't have a crystal ball. But if interest rates did come down, maybe snuck into the fives, and we get the spring spring season going and i think things could really pick up a lot well yeah and i'll tell you the change from the sevens into the low sixes was a big spark for the uh, for the market and that's why we're th- seeing things move all of a sudden uh and move rather quickly so but i can tell you if they get into the fives as everybody's speculating since it's an election year and all that stuff um the market i think is gonna be again multiple type uh offer situations and the frenzy will will continue with prices going up more than the 1% to 2% that they have been in the last year. No, that's definitely great information. Um, and for anybody looking to buy or sell any real estate, or, you know, if you have any real estate questions in general, definitely give, you know, Derek Kleiner a call from Realty One Group Platinum Elite. He's here to help you out with any real estate questions. Uh, his phone number is 303 303- Three three two three eight zero zero. 3800 Question for you, Derek. Um, you know, we're talking about multiple offers. We're seeing that. It's happening. But yet, on the other side of the spectrum, you're seeing some properties on the market for a while, right? Yeah, the average, down in 80108, um, where I do, I try to do a lot of business, God willing, um, the, <laughs> the median uh, days on market 79. Okay. That's up considerably so again and i had a couple listings that didn't sell through the winter um, but they're getting ready to put them back on the market um and i think that we'll see success with that but the if the price is too healthy and the you know sellers still want to shoot for the stars they'll sit on the market and that's where i think you know as a lender and as a client we can really get creative on those scenarios uh, if it's a property that's been on the market a long time, a lot of times there's some negotiating power. Wouldn't you agree, Derek? No doubt about it. And I think one thing that we're seeing is, you know, is getting seller concessions. And for our listeners out there, what seller concessions are is they are proceeds that the seller is willing to provide to the buyer within the sales price of the house. And those proceeds can be used towards the buyer's closing costs and or prepaid items. So what what a lender can do on that is we can buy down that interest rate for that client. Uh, we can do a buy down, like a 3-2-1 buy down, a 2-1 buy down. For listeners out there, what a 2-1 buy down is, hypothetically speaking, say interest rates are at 6.5%. 
that first year the client's interest rate is at four and a half percent. The second year it's at five and a half percent. And there on the interest rate remains constant at that six and a half percent. It does also help out negotiating concessions because you can do a permanent buy down. So say interest rates are at six and a half percent and you use the permanent buy down to get that rate to six percent. It could mean that that client can afford more of a house from a debt to income ratio standpoint. Um, you know, one thing that I want to talk about too, Derek, is like John said, there is a lot of speculation and who knows what will happen, but there's a lot of speculation that rates are going to come down. So if rates are going to come down, Derek, do you think it makes the most sense for a price reduction or seller concessions? Well, I'm banking on the rates coming down too. How far, I don't know. So if you do negotiate the seller concessions, it could turn out to be a little bit of a waste of money. Where you would profit is if the rates, when they come down, uh, just getting it off the price. So negotiate price. If you can stomach the payment at this point at six or six and a half or whatever the rates are today um, and wait for them to drop down and then throw a refinance in there. And hopefully we'll see something in the low fives. I don't know about fours. Uh, or how soon it just probably depends on what happens with the government but uh, you know I would just uh, I would just tell these buyers out there to, to, to negotiate price if there is any in negotiation whatsoever um, and I think that makes I think that makes a ton of sense I think it really comes down to having a good team that you're working with as a client because there could be benefits for concessions there could be benefits for a price reduction and having that communication between the real estate agent and the lender, and the client, it's going to be a win-win for everybody. Really, that, that's really the truth. It's the communication, what's more comfortable for the client and where the client wants to be. And um, I'm praying that the rates come down a little bit more. We'll see more first-time home buyers back in the market, and that's a segment that we have missed yeah. for quite some time now. I think we've all been praying day, night, <laughs> evening, weekend, holiday that these rates will come down. <laughs> Yellow lights. <laughs> that green lights. Yeah. 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 So yeah. maybe if, if rates do come down, then maybe we start to see some of those strategies we saw a few years ago, Derek. Um, one we haven't seen in a couple of years now, but we, we certainly did a few years ago, was appraisal gaps. Yeah. Um, appraisal gaps for our audience is where the uh, buyer purchasing a home, you put in an offer that's over the list price for the property and basically uh, swear that you'll pay the difference if the appraisal doesn't come in or a portion of that difference. Um, it, have Were you seeing that a few years ago, and have you seen that recently? The appraisal gaps are still there, again, on the houses that are receiving multiple offers. There's so many different things that you can do to make your offer attractive to win the bid and to get in the driver's seat to get to inspection and all those other things. But the appraisal gap is certainly one we're still using, probably not as prevalent in the market today as it has been, um, but certainly uh, could come back with a vengeance here real soon. And we, 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 we just got we just got a deal under contract last weekend that uh, had appraisal gap coverage of four thousand dollars. So you are starting okay. to come back a little bit in those multiple offer scenarios. So yeah, Dave, talk a little bit about escalation clauses. We haven't seen that too much lately, but we certainly could see it come back with a vengeance, right, Derek? No doubt about it. I mean, it, an escalation clauses automatically increase your bid after you've submitted a price over and above another offer. So that automatically increases your bid as the competition comes in. And again, there's so many different things you can do to win the bid, but the escalation clause is something that gives the seller more money 
uh, and it gives you a better chance of uh, winning the bid, but definitely going to be coming back. Of these rates, I think even at five and a half, this market just takes off. The problem, again, is the low inventory. Yeah. If we don't start seeing inventory, then uh, then the escalation clauses, the appraisal gaps, the waiver of inspections, everything's going to be back in full force. Yeah, and I, I would agree with you. The one thing for our listeners out there to keep in mind with those escalation clauses is – to make a cap, if the property is for sale for five hundred fifty thousand, you need to know what your cap is. It's no different than a silent auction and putting a cap on what, how much you're going to pay for for that item at that silent auction. Is you know, if the property is for five fifty and you're comfortable going to five seventy five, set that ex- escalation clause at five seventy five. And also, too, it's important to say how much you're going to increase the escalation clause by. It may be $1,000 over the highest and best offer. It could be $5,000 over the highest and best offer. So make sure you're putting a limit on the maximum amount and then the amount that you're willing to go above and beyond. I think it's relevant to the price of the home, how how fast you go up. Yeah, I would agree. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver, 1600 AM. Check out past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to get in touch with Derek Kleiner, he can be reached at 303-332-3800. Great information so far, guys, on, on strategies for the purchase contract uh, Derek, how important do you think timing is for a buyer? We talked a little bit about it earlier, but a house that just went on the market versus six months ago. You know, that's a tricky one. I'll tell you what, because if it's one of those houses that's overpriced and you run in there and throw a, an offer in full price the first day, you better have an agent that knows the values, knows how to research value, and knows how to guide you and how your offer is going to look. Because you don't want to submit an offer the first day if that's one of the houses that could sit on the market for 90 days, it's going to end up costing you a lot of money. Great information. And I, and I think you make some great points there, Derek. I think it really depends how long it's been on, yep. how badly the buyer wants the property and how many, how badly do other people want the property? That's exactly right. right. So communication with the listing agent, for it's sure. the full, it's the full uh, communication with everybody involved again, but going in that first day could be very tricky um, you need the proper guidance, so be careful with uh, with who you're working with and make sure they know what they're doing. Which, I, there's a lot of great brokers out there. And I think that that really comes down to, you know, there's a lot of really great brokers out there, but there's also a really great amount of poor brokers out there as I well. I want to add anything to that. <laughs> so, you know, with that being said, you know, having that agent and that communication is absolutely critical because a good agent knows the market they can pull comps they can tell you what the house is valued at they can tell you how to strategize to get that deal under contract that that you're the one that's winning on that offer versus the seller yeah once you make the decision then the whole uh, then the whole other game comes in and and getting that offer accepted so yep. it's a it, it is tricky it's it, it's not a normal real estate market it's tricky um but it's not impossible yeah and it is a great time to buy a home it really is i would agree Dave, we've got some great hot listings this week for our audience. 
Um, I've got one here from Beth Smart, who actually works with Derek at Realty One Group Platinum Elite. And Beth has a really cool condo at 974 Acapulco Court in Colorado Springs. Uh, just about 850 square feet, two bedrooms, one bathroom, totally remodeled, including plumbing for the whole unit was replaced, custom cherry kitchen and granite countertops. If you'd like some more information on this property, give Beth a call at 303-549-6907. Beth's a great agent. That, yeah. that She's awesome. Yep, she's the other managing broker at the office, co-owner, and she does do a good business. Mm. Uh, that Colorado Springs market sometimes is tough, but uh, we go anywhere from Colorado Springs up to the northern border. So yeah, um, if you have anything for us, just certainly give us an opportunity. And what's the best number somebody can reach you at, Derek? 303-332-3800. Visit my website, DerekKleiner.com. That'll have my listings. i got three great ones coming up. If you want to look at them before they hit the market, it's not a problem. Let me know. That's awesome to hear. And that Colorado Springs market is definitely booming. And, and from an affordability standpoint, I think you're starting to see a lot more buyers going further south, you know, to to afford these houses. And like like that one, that's a perfect first time home yeah. buyer. It's a condo, you know, Absolutely. like that's awesome. I got a great one here by Lori Anders uh, from Brokers Guild Real Estate. This property is at 1661 South Cole Street. Unit B6. This also is a condominium. This is a two-bed, three-bath condominium. It's a, just over a 1,000 square feet. This property is all about location, location, location. It's close to C470. It's in the Green Mountain area. So you're right there to get downtown, Red Rocks, you know, down south. Whatever you're looking for, this is an awesome, awesome property. Give Lori a call and tell her that... Dave and John sent you. The best number to reach Lori at Brokers Guild Real Estate is 303-564-5918. And Derek, you mentioned you got some good ones coming up soon. If you'd like some information, reach out to Derek on his that are coming up, and you've got some land as well. Yeah, I've got a land piece that's down off a happy canyon outside the gates of uh, Castle Pines Village. It's five acres, mountain views, just hundreds of pines, rolling hills, 5.2 5.2 acres, it's 3.247 million hitting the market. Um, we've got comps to support that price, and it really is the last five-acre parcel down there off of Happy Canyon. It's gorgeous. Um, can't 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 beat it on on location and views. I can only imagine those views. I've I've been up yeah. there a lot, you know. And is it towards the top there? Yeah, it's right on the left-hand side of Happy Canyon as you're heading down towards Santa Fe or Highway 85, 285 or yeah. whatever it is and sedalia but uh, it's just absolutely gorgeous that's incredible yeah so derek getting back to some of our negotiating strategies here are you seeing much in the way of waiving appraisals or inspections right now it's still all there it just depends on the market that you're submitting the offer in the the inspections you got to be careful and hopefully you can still inspect the property i would still tell you to inspect the property but limit it to maybe mechanical and structure only but if it's a hot enough house and there's enough offers you might have to waive it in its entirety it's not great advice to get from your your agent um, because that could end up costing you a lot of money but if you got to do it and you want the house then you might want to consider it and wouldn't you say that health and safety are important items too no doubt about it health and safety which does go down to the mechanical which is the furnace health and safety radon yeah um, things of that nature so yeah and if it's FHA, then you've got a whole nother list of safety items you've got to keep an eye on. Totally. And those are the, you know, 
to, to inform our listeners out there about FHA and VA for that matter is they're going to be a little bit more stringent on the condition of the property. The reason why is FHA is really geared towards first-time homebuyers um, and VAs geared towards, obviously, the veterans. So Department of HUD that regulates both of those is a big proponent to make sure that these homeowners are buying properties that are livable but at the time they move in. So they're going to look at items like peeling paint. Um, they're going to look at items like broken windows, uh, items like that that need to be addressed. Railings, railings, staircases. Yep, exactly. So they're going to look at those items to make sure that those are in place before the um, client closes on the property. Some other strategies we've seen over the years here, Derek, uh, providing rent backs, sometimes free rent backs for uh, a week, two weeks, three weeks. Dave, you can go up to, what, 59 days on a on a rent back? Yeah, there's a lot of misconception the on that. Um, a lot of agents think 60 days is the, is the drop dead deadline on a rent back it's actually 59 days because the homeowner has to move in on that they have to occupy the property as their primary residence within 60 days of closing it's a great idea to do that because this is what's locking up the whole entire market the sellers of these properties don't have anywhere to go there's no place to find there's no houses to look at for them to buy so if you offer them a rent back to stay it gives them more time to find a house and that would unlock really a big portion of the uh the problem we're seeing in the market so it's it's a good idea that's a great idea in negotiations but again communication with the listing agent to see if they need it otherwise don't sell yourself short and cost yourself 60 days of moving into your happy new home but on the flip side you know you're talking a 59 day rent back that's extending that out on the flip side an early close you know, if you're if if your client is going into a property and it's vacant, Derek, yeah, and you want to make a play, and you know there's going to be multiple offers on that, how important could an early close be? Really, if you don't do it on a vacant home, I think that you're gonna. I don't. I've never met a seller that has a vacant home that wants a sixty day close. Exactly, <laughs> they want their they money. They want a six day They've close. Got, but that's not legal unless it's cash. <laughs> Yeah, and you guys have done a great job with that. I've got a vacant home you guys are working on now. You knocked it down in three weeks. It's perfect, and uh, so good job to you. you got to have you. a lender that can that can do that. And a lot of lenders just can't do it because of their processes or their out-of-town underwriters or whatever it is. So keep an eye on who you're working with as, as a lender as well. And the last one I've got here, Derek, is earnest money. We've seen earnest money kind of being used as a tool to negotiate. In other words, uh, if it's a highly sought-after property, maybe with a lot of commission or uh, a lot of competition, instead of the usual one percent, you know, which is you know five to ten thousand typically, maybe you offer twenty thousand, twenty-five thousand to show that you're really serious. Yeah, and if you're really ser- serious, make it uh, uh, non-refundable. Bond, there you any, go. Any, yep. Anything, because really, if you're submitting an offer that's above full price, waiving the appraisal, waiving the inspection, <laughs> you're and all, all of it, you're all in <laughs> anyway. So you might yeah. as well just spell it out and say, "Hey, look." A portion of this is non-refundable. If we don't buy the house, it's yours, uh, Mr. Seller. So take a look at our offer. You know, obviously, guys, with this show being on ESPN Radio, we have a pretty big football game tomorrow. That's true. That's true. I've heard about this. I, I, you know, just out of curiosity, who are you guys rooting for? I think there's, you know, with us living in Colorado, I think, you know, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, Christian McCaffrey, Ed McCaffrey, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of Colorado ties to the 49ers. Plus, I've been here since 1972, and I don't want to use the word hate, but I'm not a Chiefs fan at all. So you can figure <laughs> out who I'm rooting I, for. <laughs> I unfortunately, I think most of my family is rooting for the 49ers, but I have to support my 10 year old daughter. All right, and and I will give you one reason why she is a diehard ta- uh, Taylor Swift. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift it is. Yeah, so, there's going to uh, be more kids watching this Super Bowl than ever before. Yeah. The amount of money that that lady has brought into the it's Chiefs in the NFL has yeah. been absolutely insane. Into every economy that she steps foot into, she's really something else. It's it's yeah. it's incredible. I totally agree. So I've got nothing bad to say about that. No, I don't either. Yeah, but anyway, I would love to see Shanahan and and Lynch and Lynch uh, McCaffrey too, yeah. and all those Colorado guys that have ties to us uh, pull it off well they say that this could be the first or second Super Bowl in history that a father's son have won with the same team that would be which I thought which I thought was very a very interesting statistic and golf's back we're starting to see the is golf back yeah it's golf is back awesome yeah I loved watching the the tournament out at uh, Torrey Pines and here we go we're gonna have the the, all the big tournaments coming up. I know. Well, the waste management just last week. The weather was horrible, but, uh, hey, you know, that's always the funnest one of the year. Yeah. Las Vegas, they got, what, the, I think the Live Tour is yeah. down there in Vegas right now, exactly. too. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, a lot uh, of great stuff. Going to be a good weekend except for the snow here. I'm ready for 70. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Not a winter fan. Well, Derek, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Again, if you'd like to get in touch with Derek Kleiner to talk about buying or selling your next home, give him a call at 303-332-3800. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Denver, 1600 a.m. Every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. You can find past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com. Time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, unless you want me to get, let me give you a call back in like five minutes. You want to give me a call? I, I will. Yeah. <coughs> Not much to it. Um. It should be 10 to, yeah, hopefully 10 to 12. I guess I better get that agenda back up. Yeah, yeah maybe include us on there. But you, you would have this, this show and stuff. And I've got a 10 o'clock sponsor. Okay. Yeah, maybe but I mean, come I can in at 10 give me the sheets and I'll be okay with it. I'll, we'll come. Uh, we'll you can always just do it one, 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 one. Uh Actually, I have a 10 at that point, too. Yeah. So what's